The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Ladies and gentlemen, here we are, my brother, my brother, and me. We have made a replacement in the lineup, unprecedented. I'm still here. I'm still Justin McElroy, the oldest brother. I'm here, also. I haven't changed. I'm the baby brother, Griffin McElroy. But I'm new, baby. Oh, Fat Pipes McElroy. Listen to that sound. Listen to the crispness. You can hear every bit and bite, every zero, every one. Travis, I feel your resonance right now. As well you should, Justin. I'm sending it to you through the fattest pipes. The basses are lower. Mm -hmm. The trebles are trebler, treblier. Mm -hmm. Uh, Travis, you were previously on an internet that I was wondering (laughs) if you could share the name of that with everybody. Uh, The name of that internet was Zoomtown, or as I like (laughs) to call it, My First Internets. You finally decided to see your your grandchildren had told you about email so much. Did it, did, you, uh, did the modem that came with Zoomtown look like an old like Nicktoons alarm clock? <laughs> it was actually steam powered. Okay. Did it look like it was made out of phloem? <laughs> it did. I uh I wanted to share this this with you guys before we got started in the show. I was just dipping in to uh to check out our show notes into my email. And I got an email from Amazon alerting me that they had uh, refunded me as part of a price matching. They had refunded to me four cents on a game. And I just want to say, Amazon, if you're listening, you can just keep that just have those four cents for Am- yeah, like, amazon someone, you do a lot for us and you can just have the four cents amazon just keep it next time if someone came to me and said justin i'll pay you four cents to read an email any email i would tell them to go fuck themselves mm-hmm. and now amazon has un and unwillingly foisted that transaction upon me well not just that it. they've fucking wasted that computer's precious Data, data bank, not that computer probably doesn't have the bandwidth of Fat Pipes McElroy. You know what I mean? Like the, the who does? Justin, the, you've actually been offended on the wrong level. Why is that? The correct level to be offended on is that Amazon looked at all of your purchases and said, "You know, Justin could probably really use this for." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Why don't they know? I'm a, don't they know how much money I spend there that I clearly don't need four cents? I'm wasting. I'm 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 ordering my my kitty litter from Amazon. I think <laughs> I think I can. I think I can meet. I get it though. That box is so heavy. You don't want to carry that around the Kroger's. No, no, you want to make the poor UPS guy do it. No, I like to see him struggle with it actually, and then just as he's walking away, I open it, and I, I'm like, "My cat shits in this." Sorry about your back. <laughs> he's, he's walking up all excited, like somebody's getting a special package. Pretty heavy. What is this? Some new Bose? Are these some new Bose speakers? Perhaps a home entertainment set? Oh no, but it's it's cat poop dirt. <laughs> Although I experienced that same thing when I'm like, "Whoa, what did Daddy order? I don't remember. Must have done some late night." Late night whiskey fueled Amazoning, like ah, damn it! How responsible. Yeah. Happy like, Daddy's Day, by the happy way. Happy Daddy's Day. We Day, should have started everyone. with that instead of Travis Fat Pipes McElroy. But, but see, that kind of information is brought to me quicker now because of the fat internets that I use. Yeah, Travis. Travis, while we were talking, Googled what day is it? <laughs> what day yeah, is it? Today? What am today? Who am today? Happy Daddy's Day to the daddies in there, and to, of course to our daddy. Do we have any more fun? Last Daddy's Day, we told the story of when Dad cut his butt open and had to use a maxi pad <laughs> as a makeshift bandage. I don't know that any story is better than that. Have we, we told? Have, I think we, we told the freebasing kitty litter too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we told freebasing kitty litter. We told the story of when he was carrying a tray of lunch meat and got hit by a, a rearview mirror <laughs> on the car that was passing by, and then he had to get driven by the hospital by this woman who was praying over the entire drive. Oh, man. I remember that one. What a I told the story on Twitter today about the uh, jawbreaker in the theater. You guys know that one? I don't think so. Where uh, d- We were uh, seeing a play with Dad, and he our dad used to be obsessed with these um, 
They were bird's egg jawbreakers. Bird's egg. Sometimes I call them psychedelic jawbreakers. Uh, they're they're the white ones with the colorful flecks on them. That that when you eat them enough, those flecks turn into like they become tactile. They, they become they become like fucking burrs. They yeah, become it's like a topographical map of 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 the the earth. It's the worst thing to have in your mouth. I don't yeah. know why he was as obsessed with them as he was. They're they're why our daddy has diabetes now, but he loved them back in the day. He had a whole you could get him a Cracker Barrel. It was like his exclusive dealer and I remember he had an empty shed spread country crock container oh, of Mac, them that he kept uh, up up out of our reach. Mac, you're back, huh? Uh wait till you see this new shit I got in. I've got the <laughs> dopest, prickliest kush. But anyway, so he was he was enjoying some of his prickly kush, and he uh, he laughed, and the jawbreaker pops out of his mouth and rolls down two aisles, and without missing a beat, he says, "Oh my glass eye!" <laughs> <laughs> and he, he covers the socket with his hand, and this woman two aisles down picks it up and hands it back to him, and he pops it right in his mouth because he's a dirty creep. Our dad's a dirty creep. Our dad's a creepy, him. dirty fuck. Just kidding. He's the best dad of all time. If you Let's say ha- anything like that about my dad, I'll I'll take I'll take your skin. Take your skin. Then it's ours. Hey, let's help some people. I recently moved to the city and I've been on a number of dates and expect to go on many more. Well, well, well. All right, you have <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Maybe you should be advising us. My problem is I this. have what they say, what they might call a cool wiener. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, my problem is this. After a first date, I never know how and when to contact the female in question. Is the next day fair play? Should I wait a day or two and call? I've heard many opinions, but I would greatly appreciate the wisdom of the McElroys. That's from Text in the City. Mm. Shouldn't, so, be, shouldn't be a problem, right? Like, the, the answer is never. You gotta wait for her to call you, and if she doesn't call you, then you didn't do it right. Did you drop enough eggs? Did you wax, did you wax your fedora before you went out? How is these your fedora the, game? These are the important questions. Drop it off negs. Hey, everybody, if you're negging, quit it. Yeah. Travis, you know this phenomenon, right? Negging? It's when you say something negative. negative about negative. A I was able to infer that, Justin. Thank you, though, for breaking it down. Oh, man, I literally didn't make the connection until this precise podcast. Oh, moment. Jesus, Justin. Really? I had no idea what it stood for. I thought I, it had something to do with eggs. Okay, science, so wait, was this one of your like leading, you're, like, Travis, you know what this means, right? Because you wanted to find out what it meant. What, yeah, I was kind of leading the younger people to help me. I mean, I figured it was like eggs, like you plant a seed and you plant it and then it hatches into love. Travis, you know what know. a vagina is, right? <laughs> Travis, you've heard of a vagina. <laughs> what do hugs feel like? This can't now, be a this. That's not a science thing, right? Because I don't. If any, if somebody ever came up to me and was like, "Hey, you have a big head and you're a little bit overweight in your gut area," I wouldn't be like, <laughs> I'm, "I'm, let's stick right so now." Down, right? Gotta have yeah, because you roll up and be like, "Oh, you wore that shirt tonight, huh?" Okay, and like the girls then say, "Like this is the one." Like, how does that work? Okay, anyways, if anyway. anybody, if like I'm, if anybody is as self conscious as I am, whenever I'm in a social nighttime environment, like anything, like even even what you said, Travis, if somebody came to me and said, oh, that's a shirt you're wearing, huh? I would fucking leave. I'd get up and be like, oh, you're right, bye. Ah, uh, no. <laughs> is uh, is pausing a thing we could get going? Can we get pausing going? What's that? You just, you just pause. You mean compliments, like, like complimenting compliments. the person. Oh, complimenting people. That's good, but it it's not like, like hip. Yeah. I'm not gonna sell a book called Compliments. Now, mm. I might be able to sell a book called Pausin. Mm-hmm. You could do it if like there was a Z on the end. If it was okay. like Compliments with Justin. <laughs> Is that four ends? It sounded like four ends. Anyway, <laughs> I really want to help this person. I think that uh, you know the standard wisdom used to be waiting to call, but I think the nice thing is that with we have so many different means of communication now that I think you can stair step back up to that. Like I think well, the next here, day, like, Justin. If I may interrupt. Oh, oh pl- well. The problem. This is, is a first. This is one step removed from that question because he's already been on a date with this person. This yeah. isn't like I got a girl's number that I met at a bar. When do I call her to schedule a date? There's, They've already gone on a date. There is so much FUD in, at play here, you guys. Like a fucking extraordinary amount of FUD. Because you have no... If they don't give you a clear signal at the end of the first date, like I had a good time and we should do this again, who the fuck 
knows. They might mm-hmm. have hated your guts. And you don't know it until you send them a single word SMS message, lowercase h, hey, and that's it. And then then, then they have to respond. The ball's in their Here, court at that point. Here's the move. What you do is you order flowers the next day. That's pretty good. You, you order flowers. They show up at her office because she's a working woman. You know, she's got her own priorities. But you you order flowers. They show up, and on the card it just says, hey. All right. lowercase. Lowercase. Because don't, if you use that capital H, it's like saying, hey. And that sounds yeah. like something that a cousin would say to another cousin, and they ain't going to fuck. But then if you're you do in the a cousin, lo- lowercase H, it's like, uh, lowercase H, it's like, um, hey. You know what I mean? It's like a it's like a heartbeat. What if you what if you changed it to oh hey, oh, oh like hey. you just like you, the flowers just noticed her? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Can you use flowers for negging? Is that possible? <laughs> oh, you wore that shirt. The Love nose, Travis. The nose you're using to smell us is a bit off. Flowers need uh, wa- no. flowers need water to live. You fucking idiot. Put water in these, it'll die. Don't you know how flowers work? Everybody stop it with the negging. Stop so it. Send send flowers the next day. Mm. That and and then I think that puts the ball and that this is not because it's a super romantic grandiose gesture. It just completely frees you from any sort of pressure as to how the situation will proceed because that is a pretty big Hail Mary putting the ball in her court. That's two sports in one metaphor. Mm-hmm. I'm retiring. You've got, You've got You've got to be careful, though, because I understand the urge. If you can establish yourself as the impossible romantic mm. with, uh, like, the fucking... If you can make yourself seem like a, a, a Joseph Gordon-Levitt without crossing over to, like, I only went on fucking one date with this dude, and he's sending me flowers? I'm out. This guy's trying to make a suit out of me. Like <laughs> Okay, well, okay. so good rule of thumb there, then, is, like, the showiness of the flowers is not the It's got to be thing. a cactus, maybe, like, one, oh, one yeah. flower. Do you, you know have a, I mean? do you have a succulents vendor nearby that you can... <laughs> oh, you can send her a fruit bouquet. Everybody loves the fruit, the, where they make them look like little flowers, but it's fruit. Yeah, Don't that's... do that. I hate that shit. You, p- people do that. They're not giving you a gift. They're giving you a project. Hey, yeah. Guess what you're doing for the next two days? Did you guess eating fruit? Because that's it. That's what okay, you're doing. So what about the flowers that are made out of money? You send her a bouquet of money shaped oh, into there's, flowers. There's no way. That could go wrong. That'll go well. <laughs> yeah, but people love money um, of all genders. A cookie bouquet? Okay. Now you're, now you're getting closer. A giant cookie. <gasps> send her a giant cookie. Those are appropriate for every occasion. A birthday, happy birthday, sport. Birthday. Holiday. A bust of her. Made of cookie, crisp, you know, cereal. My our friend uh, Dwight says that he's gonna buy a giant cookie the day Hulk Hogan dies. <laughs> so there's why <laughs> to celebrate outliving just, Hulk Hogan. Just, I guess that's yeah. I guess celebrate the death of Hulk Hogan. He was gonna buy a giant, giant cookie. There's a little bit of Highlander-esque Schadenfreude happening there. Did he's I say been that word right? that for ten years, and I can't stop thinking about how good. Uh, I every day I hope that that man dies just so I can get into that cookie. Because I can't buy one for myself. No. Time, what excuse is there? <laughs> Can you buy a giant cookie for yourself? If you buy a giant cookie for yourself, what do you write on it? Sorry? <laughs> yeah. Oh, here it goes. <laughs> I See, I think calling... I think if you call the day after, you're running the problem with every call where it's like you're presuming that you... You're sort of forcing her hand, I mm-hmm. think. That's why you gotta send like a text. I feel like with, like, a text. nice text, yep. text, you text, get a sense te- of what she thought. If if she hasn't given you the feedback, ball is in your court. So you need to tell her, like, I had a great time last night. Um, when when should we... When ooh, can we ooh, see each ooh, other ooh. again? But here's the thing. Avoid this phrase. Okay. I just wanted to... Don't do that. Well, no, we've talked about... We've talked about that before, how you shouldn't be like, hey, I know this is weird, like nobody uh, likes hey, that. Hey, I just wanted to say I had a great time last night. No, be like. Hey, real quick. Hey, just let me grab. Like, a, can I grab your ear for a second? Let me just. Uh, so just is, say. So just like make it a statement of fact. I had a great time last night. I'd love to see you again. Not like wishy washy. Like, hey, if you're not busy, you know, if you had a good time, <laughs> just say like, hey, a lot of fun last night. Would you be interested in doing yeah, it again sometime? You sound like hey. a Hollywood power broker. Hey, babe. Hey. <laughs> Great time. Great time. Great syncing time. up with 
Great time to sync it. When can we sync up again? <laughs> good laughs. A lot of good, good, good fun. Good laughs. Great Had time. A, tag, thanks, me on, tag me on Facebook. Hashtag great date. What do you think? What do you think about the the play of like trying to nail down the second date before the end of the first date? Uh, this is this is. I was actually going to suggest, Travis, uh, that what you should do on any first date is try to borrow something. Like try to <laughs> try to borrow something from it's the. It's cold. Can I borrow your jacket? It doesn't There's matter no what way the, this is going to fit you. I, 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 can I just try it on? I, actually, I think it sounds like Travis had, is suggesting you sign like. Like you walk in the door to the restaurant where you're having your first date, and you say, uh, "All right, babe, here's the deal. Uh, <laughs> I'm interested in signing you on a three date contract with a uh, chance to renew. We'll have f- uh, full full bennies during the duration of the dates. By which I mean <laughs> this my, cool wang I got, my hog, <laughs> my business yeah, I, hog. Hey, remember, uh, remember when we were talking about coneheads during the date?" I, no, I thought we did, but I would love to borrow that from you if you have that somewhere <laughs> on Laserdisc or DVD. But it has to borrow that. You, that's that's a risk because you have to guarantee it's something on her person, and I don't think this this lady is carrying around a Coneheads DVD with her. And if she is, you have got to go. You have got to go right now. Stand up, collect your belongings, and go. It is kind of a power move, though, to say, like, can I borrow Coneheads? And she goes, I don't have Coneheads with me. And you say, well, I'm happy to go back to your house with you and get it. And I'm then, happy to- <laughs> and then you're just there making out. You do it. And then the, the and fucking... Then she says- I don't have Conan's on DVD because no one does. And you say, are you sure? We should double check back at your place. <laughs> and then the I'm fucking- happy to go to Best Buy and try to see if they have it in like the five ninety nine bin. And then maybe we can go home and, and then watch like it. A, and then uh, say, nah, it wasn't that great. It's an overnight date. That's that's you, what Before Sunrise is about. Yeah, trying sure. to find a copy of Conan's. Yeah, in Vienna. It's like, oh, this is in German too. Keep looking. Keep looking, Celine. We'll find it. We'll find it eventually. You guys want Yahoo? Please. Um, this Yahoo was sent in by Ira Ray. Are you Ira Ray? Who wants Did to know? Did you do that with a mouth of food? No. Um, Justin. Thank you, Ira Ray. Uh, it's by Yahoo Answers user Michelle, who asks, Is it true that all cops have to start off on a bicycle? My brother told me that all cops have to start <laughs> off as a bicycle cop. And do new cops have to wear a hat? <laughs> Like your first week on the job, you're just you're just walking around, and then someone looks, and that your supervisor's like, "Listen, Daniels, you keep it up, you're gonna get that razor scooter." And then I'm just that's what I'm saying. I there. think it, I I think even starting with a bicycle is a little presumptuous. I this makes sense. All cops right? start with Heelys. You can't just fucking walk into the precinct and get your fucking gold watch and your pension day one. You have to walk yourself up to that by busting some perps. If busting don't make you feel good, then you need mm-hmm. to turn around and you need to take that razor scooter and you need to scoot it on home. So you're saying your first after your first bust, you get Heelys. He, you start second out with Heelys. You start off second, with Heelys. Second and then bust, you get soaps and you can do some extreme He's walking. Like, Congratulations, you busted your first perp. We're gonna upgrade you to eight wheels, and then you get some roller blades. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, uh, wait, Travis, I'm sorry, what are soaps? Soaps are those shoes that had like the slippery bottoms the so slip- that you could like grind on benches and stuff with your shoes. Yeah, yeah. Um, nobody has ever done... Nobody's no. ever... That is what they sold it as. Like, you can grind without wheels. And it's like, you can look like a crazy person who doesn't know how <laughs> stairs work. <laughs> um, I think... Uh, is Where does horse-mounted cops... Where do they fit in? Because I think they are, like, the fucking king supreme. I, yeah, I was... Uh, that has to be, like... Anyone who, anyone who gets cop. to touch a horse for a living has to be, like... The fucking leader of the pack. Well, they basically just made you, like, modern-day, like, Wyatt Earp. Like, hey, we're going to yeah. put you on a horse. You'll be the most intimidating person ever. Yeah. Because Unless, not only uh, can the cop take you out, but the horse is also an officer. Yeah. <laughs> that's, no, that's not true. a joke. Are you but, suggesting the horse has to be sworn in? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? You know, you now, the horse this is a note? great question, because he's always going to say nay. <laughs> <laughs> The problem is true. And, you, and when the when the horse cop gets sworn in, the horse has to start on a bicycle. It's like a fucking <laughs> it's like a fucking ringling detective. But then it's at the end of it, you end up with a horse on a horse, and uh-huh. it's the most intimidating fucking thing. That's how you get they, that's how you get the infinite leaning tower, of the horse stack, the horse stack of justice. And it's just 
Just um, if you're listening from the home, people who brought you stack soap, stack horse. If you're listening at home, pretend when we were talking about oaths that I said they trick them by uh, saying that they are going to give them oats. Man, okay. I could have just dropped that in. I yeah, just... well, you could edit it. Oh, yeah. um, I think I think if I were a cop, the cops that I would always be most jealous of is the cops that they send out to kind of like sit next to where they are doing street construction. Uh, because those cops are always just like in their car on their iPads, just chilling. Just like I saw one of those out. cops last night. That exact thought occurred to me. His laptop was turned away from the crowd, and mm-hmm. it's like you know he's streaming Veronica Mars. Like yeah. no question about it. I may have been in a cop car chase yesterday because I was at really? the airport and uh, I picked up Rachel's car there, and I don't know how to drive that thing because it's not my precious Matrix. And uh, I, I, it was in long term parking, and I got kind of lost. And I tried to go out like one of the service exit gates quite forcefully, and it didn't pan out. And then on the other side of the gate, like the cop turned on his lights and started coming my way. And I turned, I turned heels and, and um, I drove a little bit quicker. I drove a little mm-hmm. bit quicker and I made it out of the parking lot okay. Um, but it's troubling that I didn't think I should just sit here and let this cop take me. And like, I need an adult and this adult is going to fix things for me. My, my instinct was like <laughs> full-blown Grand Theft Auto. You got a wild streak. I like that about you. I do. It was also 2 a.m. and man, I was a sleepy bear. I, I, I turn into a fucking aggressive driver when I'm a sleepy bear. I think, I don't know if there's any truth to this. The, all the cops I know personally, here's what's weird about cops. Let me tell you guys about cops. Please do. All the people that I know that turned into cops mm-hmm. are like some of the fucking most solid dudes, right? But the people I don't know that are cops are bad all across the board. I've never had a good run-in with a cop I didn't know that was like, that felt like a good equitable exchange I just had with that municipal officer. It was like, man, that dude's really getting off on it, isn't he? This is what I'm going to say. First of all, James Gowdy, you're a cop, and you're awesome. You're doing great. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Right? I know him, and he's fucking doing Fair the enough. Lord's work over there. This is what I, I, I came to realize. In pretty much every, like service profession like that i look at for example somebody working the counter at an airline and they're always a little bit gruff to me and i'm like but i'm a really nice guy why are they being gruff to me yeah. and then i think about the 999,999 other people that are dicks to them on a regular basis now take that and multiply it times a hundred and that's what it must be like yeah because be when, when, when somebody is gruff to a cop they are high on meth and try and bite them on the yes. face and neck it's it's like uh Excuse me, sir, you're being kind of rude by trying yes. to chew my fucking face off because I'm a Florida cop. So the idea of, like, a cop kind of gives me a mean look and I didn't do anything, yeah. I'm like, you know, he's probably earned that. Yeah. He's I, probably seen some shit. I'm such a broken person deep down in my heart that whenever I get uh, into an altercation with a police officer mm-hmm. or any sort of anybody with a badge, really, and when I say altercation, I mean, like, looking at me. Okay. I want them to walk away from the exp- The only thing I care about is I want them to walk away from the experience thinking, eh, is an all right, dude. Yeah. You know, we're on different sides. He's reaffirmed my faith in we're humanity. On, we're on different sides of the law, but I, I got, uh, when I was at E3 uh, last week, I, w- uh, I, I had the wrong badge holder for my badge because I was trying to get on the show floor, and the security guard was very mean, and he took away my badge holder because he said I was using it improperly. <laughs> And he took it back to his office, and it literally, like, first off, it shattered my day. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was, like, completely out of it. The next day, I saw him in the security office, and the thought occurred to me that I should go in and apologize to try to win him back over. You fucking dummy. I didn't do it, but that's what I thought. I was like, well, there's this person on Earth. Sir, I'm sorry I put the paper thing in the wrong plastic thing. You got to go in there and slam open the door and say, you're a loose cannon, Franklin, (laughs) even if that's not his name. He's like, I'm sick of you crossing the line. Give me your gun and badge and get out of here. And he'll be so flustered, but it's exactly what he's always dreamed of happening, that he'll do it. I get very deferent in situations like this, even even for the, the most minor infraction, which is really all that I can really pull off. Mm-hmm. Because, like, in that moment, I'm a perp. <laughs> in that moment, we're like, my fucking, my matrix sitting outside hasn't been inspected annually, as Texas does require. Mm-hmm. It hasn't, it's been expired since, like, March. And I'm, I'm sitting here, like, with a fucking knot in my tummy, because I'm a perp right now, guys. I'm a perp. <laughs> I did a crime. 
when my car got towed away because my registration was expired by two years. Okay, that's um, pretty bad. I know. I'm a rebel. Um, You're a perfect. You guys you don't are. even have inspections, well, the, right? No, it's not inspection. Just registration. I just couldn't be bothered to go down to the to the courthouse and take care of it. Deuter comes up and he's writing my ticket and I go out and I'm talking to him and I'm like, okay, so I'll get it taken care of. And he's like, yeah, you should do that. It's been two years. And I was like, okay, great, thanks. But then he's back ten minutes later having the car towed away. Yeah. Oh god. And he, I was like, please Travis, don't. I said, please don't tow my car away, he, sir. He beat off to that so hard that night. <laughs> I'm telling you, there are there are the. There, I'm not saying it's all cops because they're doing a fucking dangerous job. Well, and like, no, I would never ever do that. But there are some cops that are like. You were go. You're. I know you got here right as your meter expired, but I got to give you this ticket so I can have something to jerk off to tonight. Because my well, God knows my wife's know, not going to do it for me. I know that's not true because his response was great when I said, "Please don't tow my car away," and he said, "I mean, I would love to not do that, but it's been two years." Yeah, you were. <laughs> I was like, "Okay, yeah, 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 yeah." I've been out. At which point I went, "Yeah, you're right." I just went inside and waited for it to be towed away. Yeah. Did you look away? Did you watch it? I couldn't. I couldn't fucking possibly watch. No, I couldn't. My I'm always terrified when someone tows my car. The perp guilt would like fucking strangle me. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's help somebody else. I'm a 16 year old girl who had waist length, extremely curly hair, until recently when I got five inches cut off. Even with the new do, I'm not satisfied with my hair. I want to cut it short in a boyish, not unlike Morrissey cut. I'm going to take a quick time out here and submit that I think this problem. This person may be asking the wrong people about this, no matter what the question ends up being, mm-hmm. but I'm just going to keep going with it, okay? No, okay. women's How, style advice? Yeah, women's style right advice, place. perfect. You've come to the right place. However, if I do this, I will probably get my parents' heart attacks. I do not like the way I look, and I won't have any serious consequences if I get it cut. On the other hand, I will seriously disappoint my parents and feel guilty. What do I do, brothers? Cut my hair and feel guilty? Or suffer through the summer heat with my mess of curls as from contemplating on Cape Cod? Are your parents extremely, extremely religious and think like you'll lose your super strength if you get it? Like, what the fuck are your parents' problems? It's your fucking hair. They lost, now, they lost the right to it when, when you, when you emerge from the womb. Now I don't know your parents uh, contemplating, but it seems to me like if you said, "Hey, I'm thinking of cutting most of my hair off," and then when you did it, they probably wouldn't have a heart attack because they're like, "Well, she, she did say it." She did say it was going to happen. She, she warned us. You know, she did warn us. Contemplating, I, I was 16 once, hard as that may be for me. And he had waist length curly and hair. I had beautiful waist. No, I, I was 16 once. And I'm going to go ahead and let you in on this now. Um, you're going to be disappointing your parents a lot over the next decade. Yeah. Gonna be, this seems like a really nice. A slow ramp up to the, uh, yeah, nice to the constant disappointment. Yeah, a nice, a nice sort of uh, palate cleanser for all the t- disappointment you're going to be bringing onto them over the next decade. Why not go ahead and start small, learn how to deal with it, start practicing disappointment now mm-hmm. with something that's inconsequential, so you can really ramp up to the you know the drug addiction and the breaking and entering charges. You could also or, you could also do like the uh, the sort of switcheroo or like you ask for a hundred bucks and like no, and then you say how well how about five. You gotta, you gotta give them the bad, and then they won't worry about your hair. So maybe like, maybe you do get like super into whippets, and like you just do, you like talking to them. You're driving home from church, like, where do you want to go today? Applebee's? Yeah, Applebee's is. Oh, hold on. And you do that whippet <laughs> right in the fucking right in the back of the Grand Caravan, and then you're like, oh, Applebee's. Yeah, sounds great. And then they're like, what the fuck? And then they look back. Your hair is short. And they're like, we don't care about the hair. Let's talk about these whippets. And then you quit. You kick your whip at it. Then you quit. You mm-hmm. do. That's the only whip that you ever do. And, it's gonna feel, and then you write a book. It's gonna feel great. That whip it in the hair. I I would also say that if at sixteen you cut off your waist length hair, your hair will never be that long again, ever, ever. Wow, is that true? Well, because you got to think about it. Like half half an inch a month tops, yeah. right? So if you're growing it down to your waist, that's like two and a half feet. You know, three feet. Waste, That's, waste length, oh, though. God. Oh, I solved it. Solved it. Don't worry, guys. I solved it. Cut a quarter inch every day. Uh-huh. They'll oh, you want to ne- gaslight your parents. They'll Exactly. It's a gas. <laughs> you're gaslighting them. They're never going to. They'll never know. That's and also, issue. make your dad's uh, clothes smaller and smaller every day. So he <laughs> thinks that he's growing and your hair is shrinking. 
<laughs> I'm trying to focus on your hair, but the, the collar on my Tommy Hilfiger polo <laughs> is so tight, and I don't know why. Am I getting fat neck in my late years? And if they ask what's up, your mother's like- living room furniture one quarter inch a day until eventually the room is southward facing. If they ask what's up, just say that the universe is constantly expanding. And they'll be like, <laughs> why does that have, why isn't my hair getting shorter? And you'd be like, I guess you're not as, I guess you're not as keyed in as I am to the universe's ways. You could also cut off your hair and then donate it to like Locks of Love or something. And then when your parents are like, you cut off all your hair. I say like, yeah. And I gave it to people oh, who needed that's it more. That's good, Trav. How about, I like that a lot. Why don't you take on an industrial job, like in a factory or a workshop <laughs> or a workhouse. And then they're okay. like, uh, hey, hey, con- contemplating, why did you cut your hair? And be like, oh, I don't know. Maybe because I didn't want my fucking head to get pulled into into some sort of contraption, mommy. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a serious concern. It is a serious that's concern. That's why Morrissey I cut think... his hair. Morrissey was working in a sweatshop. And that's why they told him he was making enough money that he didn't have to, but he he just wouldn't listen. That I meant like as a kid, that's how he got that's what most of his sad songs are about. Sweatshop blues, for one. Mm-hmm. Where'd all my hair go? It's a good one. Moon River. <laughs> farm wisdom. Farm wisdom. Coming straight from the farm, it's farm wisdom. Farm wisdom. Travis McElroy presents farm wisdom. So this next uh, farm wisdom comes from Mike Asbury, who says <laughs> it's not possibly. It's not. That's not a hundred percent. Definitely not how his last name is pronounced. How do you pronounce it? Asbury. There's a T in there. As from Mike A. Did, Mike did a. you? But you said Asbury. I said Astberry. I'm um, almost. I mumble. Asbury. Travis Farm Wisdom. I don't know if this counts as Farm Wisdom because Farm I Wisdom Asberries are delicious and great for you. <laughs> uh, because I live in downtown Toronto, but I did grow up in the country, and that is where my heart still lives. I guess these are more garden wisdom. To keep cats from using your garden as a litter box. Put fresh citrus peelings in the soil. Oh, God, that's fucking so... Uh, we caught Cecil fucking in Rachel's herb garden, which is arguably the worst kind of garden your cat can poop in, just, like, hovering over the cilantro, and he had a look on his face like, yep. <laughs> this is, he, like, turned He turned his body to face... We were having a barbecue, and he turned his body to, like, face all of our friends who were drinking mojitos <laughs> with the mint in it. Like, <laughs> yep. Guess what? You like Get those, out of my house. You like those mojitos? You like that crushed mint inside? Guess what else is crushed? My butt we, uh, on top of this mint. We planted a lot of different herbs this year, uh, and uh, there we have a lot of neighborhood cats. Guess which herb we planted did not pan out so well? Catnip. Weed. Catnip oh. did not go so hot. That one got kind of, it is gone. <laughs> it's completely. Got a little actually, dicey. Here's, got here's a little, an, yeah. Here's a similar tip. Put, uh, plant some lavender because when cats eat lavender, they fucking poop their brains out. <laughs> that's more of a that's more of a uh, a punitive measure than a precautionary one, but it'll fucking give that cat what for. Of course, it plant doesn't the, doesn't help much. Plant the lavender and the catnip in the same field <laughs> doesn't help much if your cat exclusively poops in your herb garden because then it's just you're just changing the consistency of the the ruination. Mike also says that begonias are not only bright and nice to look at, their petals can be used as a substitute for lemon. All right. Oh, that's a good one. Now, is it? No. I mean, I I would have a much... I I, I don't think there's a high probability of uh, uh, me not having lemon on hand, but do having begonias. Yeah, that's a, like, oh, baby, it looks like we're out of honey that we need to make this to make this pie crust. Oh, that's okay. Why don't you just go out in the garden and get me like 100,000 honeysuckles, and then we'll just spend four whole days getting this ready. Perfect. Perfect. That sounds like a great day to me. Thank you for the farm wisdom. Thanks. Uh, and let's take this newfound wisdom and uh, drive it all the way into the money zone. This first message is from Margot Bookbinder Millman. Nope. From I want, I just want to jump in real quick and say I want Bookbinder to be like her her professional wrestling. Like, that's her title. Like, the, Margo, well, this is ob- the bookbinder, Millman. This is clearly a pen name, right? This is obviously an essayist. Yeah, sh- sh- short personal essays about her life in Williamsburg. 
and uh, all the friends she's made, trials and tribulations. I look forward to reading it. Those friends include Lauren, Saya, Steph, Lynn, and Julie. So it's like you think it's like Lauren. Which one is the Lauren Wolfheart and Saya Pipe Smoke? Okay, happy birthday to our gorgeous, brilliant friend. We hope you and Dave have the most raucous celebration ever since it's your last one without kids. You should party so hard that your growing baby girl wonders what the fuck is going on out there. Fireworks, strippers, dry ice, rinse a tiger. On the other hand, maybe just a massage and a walk on the beach. Can we keep the swearing just to like a... Just to a minimum just to like around a, the baby? As little as you possibly can in these messages. Hey, let us talk to your baby, Margo. Hey, Margo, baby. Put your headphones on your baby. Hey, little, hey, little, little book, book binder. Hi, book binder. Hey, little bundle. Junior. Hey, little bundle. Have you been to maxfunstore.com? You can buy t-shirts. When you grow up, that's all you'll want to do. You will buy t-shirts. I think there's also maybe a couple tote bags left you could carry that baby buy, around in. Mm-hmm. Buy a tote. We're talking to the baby right now. We're trying put to yourself imp- in a bag. Put yourself in a bag. Hey, baby, put yourself in, in a bag with our faces on oh, it, baby. Oh, would be nice? You could fill it with, like, cotton swabs and just, like, chill and be so comfortable and then eat them all and die. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Margo Bookbinder Millman, happy birthday happy to birthday. you. Happy birthday. Will and Allison Lewis, we got a message for you from Alex Swager. Travis, what do they have to say? Congrats to an amazing couple. They were married on June 1st and are both listeners. Will drove out to visit me in Cincinnati to go see Travis perform in Complete Works. Oh, thank you. I'm sure the blessing of their favorite trio of brothers would go a long way in helping them celebrate their love. Okay, brace your ass. Here it comes. You are blessed. (laughs) That one got hung up like a sneeze. I thought it wasn't going to... I go bless you. I wasn't going to come out, but then it did. Congratulations, Will and Allison. You got many happy years coming down the pipe. Maybe Do like you uh, take her last name, or does she take yours? Are you a chauvinist, or are you awesome? What? I. In this day and age, I think it's better for the man to take the woman's last name. Why, Why is, are you all about building walls for people? I know, I Travis. It's not, about, it's not about separating the genders more than we already have with our fucking... Are, are the whole structure of it all, like the bureaucracy of just like business mm-hmm. and government. We've like fucking driven the biggest wedge between them. And I think that that's like the biggest crime that we've done against like America. Actually, uh, if you want to drive the biggest wedge between the genders, you can find that at extremerestraints.com. Oh, they probably do have Man, some sex wedges up in there. They got sex wedges. That's no problem. If you're looking to reconnect with your partner, how about a double-ended dildo? And you could put one in in your butt and mm-hmm. one in in her pussy mm-hmm. and then you could Don't fuck ever. each other. Oh, God. Justin. No, that's be- Griffin. No, that's but you gotta, you gotta ramp beautiful. up to that. Like maybe you stay like puss first, and then like you get you can add. You're that. They have pu-puh. a sex. They have a sex ramp if you want to ramp up to it. <laughs> <laughs> build some, build some momentum. You mean it's good. Go to the top. And then of you the can sex jump ramp. off it with your sex skateboard. Right. <laughs> Just make sure you have sex Bart Simpson there to tell you how to do all the sweet tricks. <laughs> sex bodacious man. <laughs> sex abunga. <laughs> um. uh, (laughs) Don't have a cow in the bedroom. ExtremeStraits.com is your adult superstore. Super discreet, uh, super sexual, uh, very erotic. Uh, I just got my, as for being a Max Fun donor, uh, because that's how I roll, I got uh, my Intimate Sensations pack in the mail, Mm -hmm. uh, a sex blindfold, uh, a bottle of Rocket Lube, and a personal massager i don't know i have and any a pair of sex headphones that are the size <laughs> yes. that this vibrator sex headphones. you put the lube in your ear and you can really get mm-hmm. those sex headphones in there mm-hmm. oh man they fit great they fit so good uh and when you're at extremestraints.com you are not you'll see prices but those are for the my brother my brother me finn those are a mere suggestion they are they are they don't apply to you because you're gonna save twenty percent with our hot new coupon code Swordfish Sexabunga. has been fucking compromised. Comprom- Swordfish is compromised. Uh can we go with Sexabunga? Is that possible? Well, we gotta establish the spelling right how do you think it's spelled? I mean it's it's I, I think it's pretty uh, if we all agree on how we think Sexabunga right. is spelled, I think it should be it. fairly clear. S E X A B U N G A, right? Okay. Sexabunga. 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 Sexabunga is the new uh, coupon code. It's what Sex Bart Simpson Now listen, says listen to me. Exploits. This is a fucking good one. I'm th- whoever leaked Swordfish. Thank you. It was not our best work. No, don't say thank you. No, they, thank you to whoever they, leaked Swordfish. It was not our best work. It was not a good because we want people to type it in and feel silly because it's like oh this is like a fun word and then they think of us like 
fondly, and then they, you know, shove something in their butt. And I they think of us fondly. I like that. I like that. When they put in swordfish, they're like, where did I hear this code again? God, that was a great movie. And then they've forgotten all about us when they shove mm. it in their butt. They think about so, uh, Halle Berry's groundbreaking nude scene. They don't think so about don't us. So don't tell anybody about it, but uh, do go to extremechase.com and, uh, uh, you know, buy yourself some adult supplies that you need for adult life mm-hmm. and uh, enjoy yourself. Sexabunga. Save 20%. You've earned it. This is Aaron and Brian from Throwing Shade, and we would love to throw some shade on you this summer. Every Tuesday, we inject all sorts of news stories concerning ladies and gays with silliness and sexiness. Just in time for bikini season. Check us out on Max Fun under Throwing Shade. Okay, they're not stupid. No, I know, but yeah, they could Well, be. why would you spell it out like Well, that? because I was the spelling bee champion of the world. How about a Yahoo answer? I'm ready. This one was sent in by Ira Ray. Thank you, Ira Ray. Uh, it's by Yahoo Answers user, haha, <laughs> who asks, when twerking, do mm-hmm. boys ever talk or say anything? When twerking on a boy, do they say anything or are they just silent? Like, do they even make a sound? This is from four. Yeah, this is such a zen question. This is from you know, four fucking a, years ago. If a girl twerks in the forest mm-hmm. and no one's around, mm-hmm. does the guy make a sound? No, because the guy. What is the sound of one hand twerking? <laughs> it's terrible don't need it um can god create a butt so big even he can't twerk it? <laughs> you know people always ask this why do you guys have travis on the show and that's and is it for moments exactly like this his theology is like on point mm-hmm. um this this question is from four goddamn years ago I did not know that twerking happened in 2009. I thought that twerking was an invention of the modern era. 2009 no longer counts as the modern era. That's the speed at which we're working. I know, and twerking. Do you think that the, the, it feels like time is moving by a little bit faster. Do you think all the twerking is like sped up the the rotation of of our earth, of the planet? That seems unlikely. I'm just saying. It's more likely it's causing global warming because the force of it's pushing us out of rotation. I guess it makes when sense. People say, God, that twerking's hot. That's some hot twerking. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, the sun's like, ugh. Now, is that something that's said during the twerking or is that said by an outside observer? Like this, observing, the the twerk, observing the twerk is the only thing that makes it twerking. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're just having a butt seizure. But if someone <laughs> okay. sees you twerking, then it's like, oh, now it's a twerk. Mm. Um,. One Yahoo answer res- respondent said, well, I would love to help you, but I don't understand the question you're asking. <laughs> Somebody else said they had to Google it. It's like, guys, it's fucking 2013 now. Everybody knows what this is. Read a fucking book. Although I guess in 2009, that's what I'm saying. This person was on the fucking cutting, the, the budding edge. <laughs> um, no. No, there's nothing you can say when that's happening to you. You can't be like, oh, this is great. Oh yeah, this is fantastic. Two thumbs up. Sexabunga. Sexabunga. <laughs> Yahoo. The better question is does any does any guy while dancing with any girl ever say anything? No. Especially no. not when 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 you're talking about back to front dancing. There's nothing you can Yeah. What if you did though? What if you could find <laughs> it? What if you could throw that needle? Let me get let me hit you guys with this. Okay. Wee! <laughs> <laughs> like you're on like a like you're on a Ferris wheel or something. Uh, Ferris mm-hmm. wheels don't usually elicit that reaction, actually. What Who's the you... loser now, Dad? Yeah. That's that's fine. Can you say, like, can you make a banal observation, such as, this my jam? Mm-hmm. When, a new, when a new jam starts, can you just announce, this my jam? Yeah, but you have to be careful, because if you get too automated with that, like, fucking Betty Davis eyes will come on and be like, oh, here it goes, this my jam. Keep, don't... Who's twerking to Betty Davis eyes? <laughs> Me, what every teacher? day. <laughs> Man, if there is a better way to get fired as a DJ, I do not know. I got another one for you guys. <laughs> Your hair is yellow gold. God, oh, TS has lost a fucking step. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Spin it again, DJ. Put Betty Davis on the ones and twos. There need to be more ironic DJs. 
um, I think there are probably a shit ton of erotic DJs. Probably a lot. Probably quite a few. Um, like huh, Tiesto, like that. Tiesto. Like I'm only into Kim Carnes. <laughs> that's who. Does. I'm erotic Tiesto. I don't think. I think you probably just don't say anything. I don't. I don't do much. But you just dancing. say thank you. I guess. I appreciate your hard work. I, I like when I when we used to go to the fucking gym factory for late nights at the gym factory. Mm-hmm. I used to say like, "Sorry for my like shitty boner." <laughs> like, sorry, I'm fucking twelve, and I don't know how, I don't know what I'm doing. Sorry, I'm so like completely out of my depth and fucking terrified. And God, it smells awful in here. Thank you for allowing me to stand behind you as though I were also dancing. Yes. If the if the man if you put all those hard. You know, you pay for the classes, you do mm-hmm. the strengthening exercises, and finally you work yourself up to a solid twerk. Mm-hmm. And the guy does not appreciate that in some manner, mm-hmm. vocally, bonerly, like any any sort of appreciation for the twerk. I think is going to be appreciated. So you think it's like be a welcome? You think the gentleman could be like masterful, <laughs> bravissimo. <laughs> Congratulations. Encore. Author. 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 It's as though... Who is the author of this twerk? It's as though your butt cheeks are moving independent from one another. I've never seen anything like it. You have the jiggling of a young Judy Garland twerking. Don't ever. You just ruined... You ruined everything. (laughs) You ruined everything. Man, you done fucked up just now. (laughs) <laughs> Griffin and I spent this week in a hotel room at the Essex Manor and Suites, which if you have not stayed in it, don't. Don't ever. But don't. Uh, it's an it's it's amazing because every room is themed to like an old Hollywood sort of sort of celeb. So there's a W.C. Fields room. Cool. Last year we were treated to the Desi Arnaz and Lucille Ball suite. Perfect. This, That's what I love. This year, this year we were in the Judy Garland suite. Mm-hmm. Uh, which Let's just was... say the super creepy hotel attendant put a little extra TLC on the Judy Garland room, I think. I oh, went into some man. of the other rooms, not nearly as much memorabilia, not nearly as much, you know, like memorable snapshots. Uh, this has every. This is really covers her entire career. Mm-hmm. You cannot see. There is not an angle. There's not a vantage point in this room that you can open your eyes and not see at least three Judies. Mm-hmm. There's three Ju- Judies per eye look. And I think it, the best thing about the room is it really captured that one moment where Judy Garland was murdered in a hotel room <laughs> because Jesus it really, fuck, it was the creepiest. It really summed it up that vibe. So Essex Manor and Suites, don't miss it. Don't miss it. They call it on their website furnished studio apartments. Don't let that fool you. These are apartments furnished by a madman. <laughs> a mad elderly gay man. Um How about a question? A regular one. Fantastic. From time to time I babysit my niece. She is beautiful and smart and five years old. The only problem is that she Really likes to show toddlers and tiaras. Oh, no. I believe it's toddlers and tiaras, mm-hmm. although toddlers and tiaras works just as well. It could also be toddlers and tiaras. <laughs> toddlers or tiaras. That she knows toddlers, but tiaras. <laughs> she knows all the contestants' names and really wants to be one of them. Oh, what can I do, brothers? I'm merely her uncle, but I feel as if I should keep the show from molding her young mind. Or should I leave it alone? Okay, that's oh, enough from Oklahoma. Oh, what you should do? You should support her and shape her into a winner. Oh, no, get that kid and get does out of here. Does she have a complete package? Don't. Perfect ten. Does, does she have the the personality? Do you need to get her a flipper? Do you need to get her some kind of hairpiece to really give her the volume Don't that the judges are looking do the for? Thing. What's her talent? Don't do the what terrible kind of, thing. What kind of costumes are you doing? Can you Can get you do like a number with you and her and do kind of a dance thing because the judges? Oh, love here's that. a fun number. Here's a fun number. Um, it, the fun number is you take the kid and you get in the car and you fucking raising Arizona it and you get the fuck out of there and then you and her live on the grid for the next ten years. <laughs> you know, you might have to pay a little bit extra to get a coach. You are but really. You'll see it pay off. You are this little broad's last shot at a normal fucking life. If you can get her out, if you can extricate her, 
You need here to, are like, this little broads last shot at a great base tan. No follow yep. up. Listen, when you spray tan, she's gonna giggle, right? But you tell her that winners don't giggle, and you tell her to focus oh up. Oh my god! And you run her routine four to five times a week. You might have to build a little stage you, just for her to kind of get would used have to a the better, levels. She would have a maybe set up a judges table and get you and like maybe like if she has any brothers or sisters to really judge her oh and give her notes there and will, let her know what she's doing There will be wrong. judgment. You're right, Travis. You need to take this little broad to the fucking to the fucking rail yard, throw her into a boxcar, and just say, <laughs> "This is your life now." Because this is this is this is the life that I have chosen for you. I know it's not ideal, but it's way better than that other bullshit. And listen, the dress is going to cost you like fifteen hundred dollars, and the prize money is probably only like five hundred. So you're not doing it for the money; you're doing it for her because this is her dream. I lo- it's her I- dream to be a winner. You want the confidence. I love that. I love that idea where your her parents say to you, "Hey, uh, you took Skylar for ice cream, and we haven't seen her for a few days. Do you know what happened?" And you say, "I, I don't know a Skylar." I, I know I Whistling Sarah. Yeah. But she, she I know Sarah so, Bookbinder. Son, but she's riding the rails. Son to, to Pork and Beans Bill. That's her daddy now. What if fucking Pork and Beans Bill has like a fucking portable TV? He's like, hey, you seen that show? Hey, let me show you the show. You're real pretty. You may be my, tick, you may be my ticklet, Whistling Sarah. <laughs> what is your, what's your special talent? Oh, Whistling? Yeah, Pork and Beans probably should have figured that one out on his own. <laughs> Here's the worst part. I don't like you. I don't even like pork and beans. I don't know why I chose this one. It's an ironic It's an name. ironic name. It's like when I sing Betty Davis eyes, people are like, why do you like that song? I'm like, I don't. It's a fun. It's like a fun joke. I'm an ironic hobo DJ. <laughs> Man, sometimes I just listen to this show. It's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> This is why it must be like this all the time mm-hmm. for those of you at home. The- I can't imagine what it's like. Um, what a delight that must be. Get that kid out of there. You want a Yahoo? I don't... <laughs> sure. <laughs> this one was sent in by Adam P. Why don't little girls get to be hobos? I don't why, can't they, why can't they chase their dreams? Just I think get that rambling phase over early. All right. You know, serious, take a year off between preschool and first grade. Serious literal question. If your daughter was going to be deep, deep, deep into the pageant scene or deep, deep, deep into the hobo <laughs> scene... Which now let's make it like let's make it clear. You stippled on a little beard. No, hold on. Let's make it clear because this is a very sensitive subject. We're not talking about homeless people because there's nothing inherently funny about that. No. But when they live on trains, they're hobos, right? Yes. Right. We're okay. talking about rambling lifestyle. Kings of the rails. Mm-hmm. And um, queens. This Yahoo answer is sent by Adam P. Thank you, Adam. <laughs> it's by Yahoo Answers user Jalen who asks. I have a food idea for Papa John, but no, if it has been done, I want to sell an idea of Papa John Hot Pocket. Oh, <laughs> One more time. One more time. I have a food idea for Papa John, but no, if it has been done, I want to sell an idea of Papa John Hot Pocket. <laughs> sell Papa John Hot Pocket in stores like Food Lion, Walmart. <laughs> he didn't know any other stores. Et cetera. I love Papa okay, John. So this is not this is not Papa John's will deliver hot pockets to you. No, he's talking, this he's is talking about a little Papa John brand. Yeah, getting a little retail franchise going. This is a this is the perfect product for the person that wants that hot, fresh Papa John's flavor, but doesn't want the inconvenience of calling. Mm-hmm. Or it, or the inconvenience of eating anything hot and or fresh. <laughs> yeah, you don't want either of those things. I does feel does this person mean like a calzone? This. Um, no, I think there no. are some pretty important structural, mechanical, and conceptual differences between a hot pocket and I mean, and there are pizza hot pockets. We're just talking about a branding thing, right? Uh, I mean, well, it's not just branding, too. It's flavor, because, like, it, it, you're not going to get that rubbery, skin-like texture that you really get from a Papa John's pizza from just a regular hot pocket. Don't you fucking start on Papa John's right now, okay? Okay. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. Um... I understand what this guy's saying. Nobody's ever eaten a Hot Pocket and felt good about themselves, but what they do feel mm-hmm. good about is the fucking, just the, how efficient that vehicle is. Right. It, it's get, a great food delivery mechanism. It is It is arguably the best, unless until they invent a gun that you shoot in your mouth and then all the food comes out of it. Like, this is the best, this is the best we're going to do. You know, back back in uh, the early 1900s, um, 
miners wives used to just send hot pockets with them mm-hmm. to the mines well, yeah. and then they would put their hot pocket on a shovel and heat it up with the lamps right and if from their thing and if the hot pocket died then they would know that there was a gas leak and they had to leave exactly um, i'll tell you one thing that's really interesting about hot pockets and this really changed my whole perspective on the thing is that if if you put them in the oven Mm. And cook them for like twenty five minutes at three fifty, something like that. Yeah, they are legitimately really tasty. Okay, first of all, fuck. It's off. just the problem. No. The problem is now. The problem is that you. I don't know anybody who's ever said I'm gonna want to eat a hot pocket in a half hour. No, that's mm-hmm. that's an, that's enough time to rethink your hot pocket decision like ten times over. You eat a hot pocket when you're like, I need to have a full meal in my belly in the next one hundred and eighty seconds. I have a 180 <laughs> seconds to put a full meal because inside my Because at 182 body. seconds, I've rethought. It is yeah. It is 7.57, Bachelorette is on in three minutes, and I'm going to drink a full bottle of red wine. I need to put fucking calories in my body in 180 <laughs> in the length of a commercial break. The the two or three times in my life that I've ever uh, baked a hot pocket in the oven, you are or you even like a frozen burrito or anything like that. What the fuck are you guys talking? I can't believe this is something you guys have ever fucking actually done. It's this delicious. Was, this was the time in my life when I was a highfalutin college of the, student. Of the few times that I've flown to Los Angeles on a kite. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's not how you do the thing. I it, think it has the directions on the package. Yeah, the as a, like as a can, fucking goof. Hot Pockets. Like when it the, says you can microwave a Pop-Tart. Take this Hot Pockets to a restaurant and ask <laughs> if you can borrow their convection oven. Like, no, you fucking dullard. You put it in the... The stupid box. You put it in the dumb box and it fucking heats up your trash food for you. The best is when you grill the Hot Pocket. Uh, <laughs> That's really nice. nice. like outdoor barbecue kind of setting. Yeah. Some friends. Oh, throw th- um, and your cat is shitting on your herbs. Throw that bitch on a smoker and oh, you have got yourself a flavor treat. Now it's going to be an all day thing because you're going to want to cold smoke mm-hmm. it. Throw it in <laughs> the crock pot. Throw it in the crock pot for 72 hours and you are just going to shit yourself to death. <laughs> Because it's a hot pocket, and that's the only thing that can happen with those. I, uh, man, I would buy one though. Aren't you curious well, if they can capture the, the, yeah, oh, yeah. Can they, if they capture the experience, I'll be, I mean, I'll be honest I'd like with to you. know. Every time I'm at the HB walking in the frozen food aisle, and I see that there's a new experimental pretzel bread lean pocket flavor, mm-hmm. I'm, I'll tip my toe in. I'm not above it, but I, I fucking recognize. The shamefulness of the action. Like, I'm not like, how can I maximize the pleasure of this Hot Pockets experience? What can I do to really add that special twist on this Hot Pocket? It's like, I just, I'm going to eat this, and I'm going to do it when nobody else is around, and I'm going to fucking pull the blind shut. This is what would sell me on it. If Papa John's, as an added, like, amenity to buying the Hot Pocket, kept up with the tracker idea and tracked your Hot Pocket from freezer to regret. Yeah. And so it started like, Travis has had one too many beers. But it's, He's late night hungry. It's just like, it's fucking instantaneous because it's like, please click when you start eating the Hot Pocket and then you click it and they're like, oh, it's already at your butt. It's already at your butt. <laughs> That's just how it does. Travis has begun to regret. Oh, he regrets a lot. Oh, <laughs> oh folks. Do you want to tweet this? To- Did you want to tweet the status of your Hot Pocket? <laughs> Do you want to tweet your butt shame? God, double that with double that with fucking Papa John's, and you are talking about a human super soaker. Holy shit! <laughs> Holy shit, indeed. It's uh, just like dropping it down brother. a well. Please let me end it. I don't want to talk about diarrhea anymore for once. It's Father's Day. Fuck. Uh, we've had such a lot of fun here today, and uh, we really appreciate you joining us for our comedy podcast. Uh, I want to give a quick thank you to some people who've been sending us stuff in our uh, our mailbox. That's P.O. Box 5400, West Virginia 25706. Uh, Alex in Minneapolis made us some cookies. They were delicious. Um, one of my favorites came unmarked from Portland. There's no name on it. There's just a picture of a man wrapped in plastic bags uh, is, the, is the hilarious postcard. And on the inside, written in Sharpie, it says... It's the only way he can climax. So thank you. <laughs> thank you for that. That's wonderful. Um, uh, let's see here. We got one from Thailand. Uh, Wait, really? From Lauren. That was definitely not Photoshopped. Yeah, it's it's Ronald McDonald standing in front of a waterfall, and it's fantastic. Uh, we have a pretty creepy one 
uh, that just has a, a picture of a man on his couch drinking beer, and it's un unsigned, but it's hand-drawn, and, it, and it's lovely, so thank you for that. And then last postcard came to the Brothers McElroy uh, from Mount Rogers National Recreation Era from uh, Kyle Latham and Tyler Ewing. They were hiking through the Appalachian Trail, and they thought of us. So Aww. thank you so much nice. to you folks. That's super nice of you. And thank you to you for uh, for listening to our show. Sorry we took a week off there. Uh, oh, this is our first show since Max FunCon. It was great. Yeah, Thanks, everybody, guys, uh, who was there and who supported the us. Most, and... The most fun weekend. Seriously, if you get a, super great time. If you get a second uh, and you can give our show a review on iTunes, that really helps us out a lot. If you like what you heard... Uh, go review it. Maybe recommend the show to a friend. We, that would that would mean please, a lot. To please us. tell please tell a friend. You can you can share the sampler. Justin made a new sampler. It's it's really great and it's a great like cross section of how That's fucking it, uh, dumb we are sometimes. It's it's bit.ly forward slash mbimbam twenty thirteen. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. So uh, thank you for that. Please keep sharing the show. Thank you for listening. And Griffin has one final question for well, us. Yeah, thanks to John Roderick oh, and the Long Wind. Oh, race. absolutely. Yeah. For the th- use of our theme song, it's a departure off the album Putting the Days to Bed. Great. Great way to – just a great song. Just a great album and a great song and a great band and a good friend. I don't – I haven't met him personally, but I bet he's a good friend to the friends he's friends with. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, here we go. Last question. This one I said by Charles Decker. Thank you, Charles Decker. It's by Yahoo Answers user Ive who asks – Is Mr. Pringle still alive? (laughs) (laughs) I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, and me. Kiss your dad square on the lips. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.